Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse. And I'm the CEO of Roadhouse International and Compass Group International. And welcome to my podcast. Uh, today, I want to talk about a specific area here in Bangkok that I feel would be the best place for most Western English-speaking expats. And this is an area in Bangkok that is not really very well known. So if you are a potential expat looking at Thailand, where are typically some of the places that come up? Obviously in the beach area, it's gonna be like Pattaya or down south like uh, Phuket or up north like in Chiang Mai. But in Bangkok, there's a number of different areas. And the most, I would say the most, the more famous places are like our central shopping district like Ratchaprasong, Chitlom, or our financial district uh, like Saton or Silom or some of more entertainment areas like in Asok or Nana. But when you get down to, let's just say, our equivalent of kind of like lower Manhattan, which is lower Sukhumvit. So if you're not familiar with Bangkok, Sukhumvit is pretty much our main road and pretty much where a lot of the high-rise condos and where people prefer to live because the BTS, which is our SkyTrain, runs up and down Sukhumvit Road. But there's an area here that is not very well known, but is highly sought after because of many reasons. Number one, it's considered the Soho of, of Bangkok. And number two, it's our new art district. So it's a very eclectic area that number one has a great food truck scene, uh, art scene, and it's a very uh, it's a very hip area that is a preferred place for individuals from all over the UK, from Australia, uh, all over Europe, and now I'm seeing more and more Americans. This place is called Prakanon. Prakanon is considered lower Sukhumvit, and this area I feel, and based on what I've seen over the last 10 years, is a up and coming area. So real estate 101, I say this so many times, is to buy in upcoming areas, but always buy the least expensive piece of real estate in the most expensive neighborhood. And Prakanon is becoming very soon that expensive neighborhood. So just a couple BTS up from us are some of the more expensive places. So for an example, about two BTS stops further north, I think it's north, or up Sukhumvit, is an area called Tung Lo. Tung Lo is extremely, very affluent and famous for Thai celebrities. Anyone that is considered high so, high society, uh, wants to live in Tung Lo. Tung Lo uh, has a very high population of very affluent Japanese. Some of the best Japanese restaurants are located in Tung Lo. Uh, but if you talk to any Thai uh, that is uh, considered pretty wealthy, they will tell you that they either live there or to go live there if you have the money. So Tung Lo is kind of like our Beverly Hills. Then just one BTS stop down from Tung Lo is a place called Ekamai. Ekamai is gonna be the next Tung Lo. It's already getting expensive. What makes Ekamai very unique 
is right there in that BTS stop. Uh, you have two malls, one which is called the Gateway Mall, and right next to the Gateway Mall is one of the larger bus terminals here in Bangkok, and it's actually been greenlit for full renovation. So what's great about this bus terminal is that if you want to head to any of the beach areas, let's say uh, go to Chomburi, like Pattaya, Jiom Tien, Bangsaray, you can go to that bus terminal, like a dollar fifty each way. Or if you want to go to the other side of the beach, you want to go to maybe Chaam or Hua Hin, um, it's like maybe two or three dollars one way. And then also obviously you can go to different parts of Thailand from this bus terminal, but it is going to get refurb or full renovation. But it's getting really, really expensive because Tung Lo has pushed out uh, some of the people uh, that thought they can afford it, and now they're heading down Sukhumvit to Ekamai. So from Ekamai, Prakanon is just another BTS down from there. That's why I feel that Prakanon is going to be the next high-so area, so high society, the next affluent area. I have placed a lot of my clients, expats in Prakanon. My wife and I also own rental units in numerous different buildings in Prakanon because there are a few things that kind of anchor this area. One of the areas is called, or this outdoor venue, is called the W District. And it has been, it is extremely successful and is such a huge attention grabber to all expats because imagine an area that's fairly large, like an outdoor mall, and you have maybe about 30 to 40 stalls, food vendors. They're like, it's like, it's like a permanent outdoor dining establishment for food trucks. That's basically what it is. It's a very hip scene. Uh, there's outdoor bars, uh, there's live music, and again, obviously, um, these type of venues have, have shut down over the pandemic the last two years, but will slowly start to reopen once Thailand starts getting, starts getting more comfortable in these outdoor venues. But prior uh, to the pandemic, man, this place was packed every single night of not just Westerners or expats, but also with local Thais. They love going there. It's fun. And then what's making Prakanon very interesting is as I... As I just mentioned, Tung Lo, what really made Tung Lo famous was the amount of affluent Japanese that were living and working here in Bangkok. That's where they gravitated towards. So because there's so many Japanese there, a lot of the top and some of the best Japanese restaurants started opening in Tung Lo. Well, Ekamai has a lot of Japanese restaurants. But Prakanon, there are literally... 20, I think it was 22 the last time we counted, 22, 23 Japanese restaurants in Prakanon, all within walk distance, all within walking distance of the W district. And some of them have been, been very, very famous, uh, very highly reviewed. One of our favorite restaurants is an Okinawan restaurant called Okinawa Kingjo, and it is just fantastic food, and the owner is awesome. He also speaks English. So you have a great food scene, you have a great art scene, it's a hipster scene, but it's a wonderful place for all demographics. So whether you're young, uh, you're Gen Zer, millennial, to a baby boomer, all walks of life are there. And in addition to 
you know, mom-and-pop restaurants and wonderful outdoor dining that's very inexpensive dining, but you also have your more expensive restaurants too. So you have a flavor of everything. Do you want fine dining? It's there. Uh, do you want cheap and expensive dining? Well, it's definitely, definitely there. So Prakanon is a place that you definitely need to check out. So what are some of the prices? Condos that are high-rised from a great developer, your one bedrooms, are going to be roughly in that 150 to 200,000. Two bedrooms, 250 to 300 and up. Uh, one of the buildings uh, that we own in, we have just a one bedroom there. Two bedrooms in that building are starting closer to 400 to 500,000. So it all depends. You have very affluent, uh, you know, you have, let's just say, a brand of developers that really just cater towards the affluent buyers. For example, like Raymond Land. Raymond Land has a project uh, right there in Prakanan, right next to the W District, but two-bedroom, two-bath condos, uh, they're starting, well, they're, they're already sold out, they're just resales there now, but two bedrooms are closer to that 400 to 500,000. And Raymond Land is, is one of our quality developers here. Uh, their buildings are kind of similar to Turnberry. Um, beautiful pools, great gyms. I mean, one of my favorite buildings for Raymond Land is actually in Ekamai. And actually, I looked at, considered buying one of their penthouse units, and, uh, but I opted to buy uh, four or five other properties instead of just buy one really expensive one. Uh, but their gym equipment is now Techno Gym, which is one of the high line or one of the best gym equipment you can get. Uh, their outdoor facilities from pools to steam and sauna, everything is just first class. So it's like living in a resort. But you don't have to buy a Raymond Land if you can't afford it. There are other developers there uh, that are a little bit more affordable. But keep this in mind. Every single area is gonna have cheap condos. Just like Prakanon, there are cheap condos from no-name developers that are like mid-rise to low-rise, and you'll find one bedrooms for $100,000, yeah, around $100,000. I don't recommend buying those. Here's the reason why. As an expat, you always want to buy in a building or in a community that are catered towards affluent buyers because you are buying into not just the amenities of the building, the quality construction, the on-site property management company, but also your neighbors. When you're buying in condos that are intended for more of the, uh, let's just say, when you're buying cheap stuff under $100,000, you're really buying stuff geared towards more of the uh, lower middle class income ties. And the problem with that is, is that not that they're bad neighbors, is that you have a high density. So these condos are easily built smaller. The quality of construction isn't quite there because you hear next door neighbors. Uh, you can hear them talking. You can hear them uh, having sex. <laughs> I mean, it's just the quality of construction isn't there. You can hear through everything through the, through the walls. Obviously, in every condo building, these things are gonna happen, but more so, in these lower end developers because they're cutting back materials. And for those that 
opt to have a car. The problem with Thai developers, and it's a problem all over Thailand for these uh, middle-end buildings, low-end buildings, they will cater to Thais, but parking spaces will only really a lot, well, actually will only supply a quarter to a third of the residences. It's not one for one. It's not one for one. And they do that because of space. But then again, a nice thing too about being expat is the likelihood of you buying a car and needing a car here in Bangkok is slim to none, especially if you live in a place like Prakanon because the BTS stop is like, I think we've timed it uh, from a few of the buildings that we own. One building was five minutes away. Another building was three minutes away. Another building was two minutes away from the BTS. So everything's within walking distance. There are taxi cabs 24-7 right in front of your building. Um, transportation, public transportation is inexpensive and readily available. So you don't need a car. The only time you really need a car is maybe if you're in a beach area and we're looking for a single family detached home for you in a, in a gated community. But in Bangkok, it's not really necessary. But for those of you that want a car, that's going to be a problem. But more so than anything, you're buying a property for not just a wonderful place to live, but also as a future investment. Always buy quality, always buy brand, branded. Because when you're buying from a, let's just say, a branded developer, but they're branded to build low-end, low-end, low-end buildings made for the lower income, that's going to be, that's, that's a building that's going to be lower in demand in future, may deteriorate fast, actually it will deteriorate faster, and it's going to be harder to resell. That is something that you definitely need to think about because the Western way of investing in real estate and thinking that whatever real estate I buy, just give it time, it's going to go up in value. That is not the case here in Thailand. This is definitely not the case here in Thailand. Your first objective should be quality of living and standard of living. So buying in a more expensive building, you're going to have all those all those boxes checked. Then, should down the road you may want to upgrade or downgrade, you're going to want to rent out the condo. You want to have better tenants. And yes, right now, because we don't have any foreigners coming into the country, uh, so a lot of our units are empty, and that just comes with the territory. But the nice thing is, like I say so many times, is because the, the price point of getting into a quality product or quality piece of real estate here in Thailand is a fraction of what it is in the States. So there's a higher probability that you can pay this debt off, buy it in cash, and you won't have any remaining debt in the future. So there's no mortgage payments. So the only upkeep for my wife and I, we don't have to pay property taxes. We're only paying to have the maids clean out the place once a month. It just gets a little dusty, so it's not expensive at all. And just miscellaneous little bills, like association dues, which is about $25 to $30 a month that you pay annually. That's really it. 
That's it. Unlike the United States, as I say so many times, is that if your units are empty, you have a huge property tax bill, and you also have to pay a huge association due that comes due every single month and that almost increases every two to three years. We don't have those kind of problems here. So that's why Thailand is such a choice place for real estate investors. And that's why I say so many times is, for those of you out there that want to diversify your assets and kind of, you know, you're, 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 reading, you're reading the news, you're seeing it. There's more and more talks about the US dollar uh, declining in value, maybe no, no longer becoming the reserve currency of the world, which is a huge problem if that happens. Well, it's not if that happens, it's when that happens. So most of you are smart enough to start diversifying, getting out of the dollar. And what a lot of people are doing is that's why big companies like BlackRock are now the new landlords of America because they want to get out of the dollar. They want to put their money in hard assets because they have to get out of the dollar. So they're buying every piece of real estate there is. That's why there are soaring home costs in real estate. It's because the institutions like BlackRock, BlackRock are buying up everything because they want to get out of the U.S. dollar. They want their money to hard assets. That's also why you're seeing more jewelry, high-end watches increasing in value. It's because people want to get out of the dollar. Actually, it's not just the U.S. dollar, but people from different parts of the world are getting out of fiat currency and buying hard assets, gold, silver, like precious metals, jewelry, watches, and real estate. And obviously crypto is another uh, wonderful asset that hedges against fiat currency. So for those of you that are thinking ahead like that, the problem with getting into real estate in the United States is dwindling inventory. You're competing against institutions like BlackRock and other major investors, small-time investors. So inventory is shrinking. Uh, massive, massive, should I say, uh, competition to find any decent property. And it's not even a dream property any longer. You, you just have to get what you can get. And then you're fighting people and putting in five, you know, with a home that has five or 10 or even 20 offers behind that. Here, you don't have to worry about those kind of things. And then also, by the way, is you have to get a mortgage. The likelihood of you being able to buy a home that's free and clear, unless you really have the funds, is slim to none. Where here, you can. You have $100,000. You have $250,000. You have $300,000. But in the States, buying a decent home, even in Las Vegas or even cities like in Tucson, Arizona or Phoenix, Arizona, you're going to need half a million bucks to buy the same exact house that was $300,000 pre-pandemic. Isn't that crazy? And if you think that, okay, well, I should be buying U.S. real estate because look at the rapid increase. The reason, and this is why... I, I urge my listeners to please take the time to educate yourself to make yourself financially literate. The reason why real estate is rapidly increasing in price is also demand. So like I said, 
institutions like BlackRock, large and small investor groups are buying up property because they want to get out of fiat currency. They want to get out of the U.S. dollar because they know the value is devaluating. Did you know that 80% of the, of the dollars that's being circulated around the world were printed just two to three years ago? So as the government prints more money, it devaluates a dollar. So the same exact home costs 25, 35, 40% more is because your dollar is buying less. It takes more dollars to buy the same exact thing. That's why. And also because of rapid increase in building costs because of supply chain issues, that's also another reason. We don't have those kind of problems here, folks. Yes, when uh, our homes here, our real estate aren't, isn't increasing at 20, 30, 40%, you know, over the last couple of years, but it still has a consistent eight to 10% appreciation, depending on where you're buying and the branded type of developments you're buying into. Let's say seven to 10% appreciation. And that's a normal, healthy market. So lots to consider here. So again, just a recap. For those of you that have, have sent me a lot of emails and asked me, where is the best place to live for an expat in Bangkok? Prakanon is one of my favorite places. You're gonna get the best bang for your buck. You're, you're gonna be fully entertained. There's tons of stuff to do, to eat, to drink. Anything you want within one square mile. Within a five to 10 minute walk, you have tons of stuff to do. Then, just hopping on a BTS, one BTS down and one BTS up, you have just exponentially more stuff. So like I said, one BTS up is Ekamai. Ekamai, you have two small malls, you have more gyms there, uh, you have more restaurants, and then from, and then from Prakanon, one step, uh, one BTS uh, just down, which is on Nid. Uh, you have a giant Lotus Tesco. You have a giant Big C, which is, those two are kind of like our equivalents of super Walmarts. And you have more gyms and you have more restaurants and everything that you need. And also, uh, all kind of more down south on Newt and heading heading more down Sukhumvit, uh, you'll have more and more Muay Thai gyms. Uh, Master Toddy, for those of you uh, that train in Muay Thai or want to train in Muay Thai, Master Toddy from Prakanon, if you were to take the BTS and then from the BTS take a motorcycle taxi, it will only take you roughly about uh, maybe about 15, 20 minutes. During areas of non-rush hour, if you were just take a cab from your building to Master Toddy's, it would take you probably about 20 minutes. It's still not that far. And again, it all depends on the different hours of day. But there are a lot of Muay Thai gyms around here, a lot of famous ones. So I hope you found this to be helpful. And I just want to remind everyone is that um, if you're not planning for your retirement now, if you're not looking into your finances and because maybe you're just kind of like scared, you're 
hesitant in looking at your personal finances because there's not enough money there. You don't want the reality check of you and your husband saying, oh my God, uh, we just don't have enough money to retire. We're going to have to work for the rest of our lives or move in with our kids or do something like that. Rest assured, there are options for you here. There are options for you here where you will live a carefree, worry-free lifestyle where your money will go 10 times further. So don't let the thought of moving to another country scare you. Don't let or don't think that there aren't any opportunities outside the United States. Folks, there are more millionaires and billionaires coming out of Asia than anywhere else in the world. So if you feel that, oh my God, uh, I'm not going to have the same opportunities like I have in Australia. I'm not going to have the same exact opportunities I have in England. I can tell you it's completely false. It's a, it's a, it's a negative way of thinking. It's being closed-minded. There are tons of opportunities if you still want to work. If you're an entrepreneur, you want to expand your business, there are more opportunities for you to expand and increase your revenue here in Asia, in this region, in this part of the world, than anywhere else in the world. And then, for those that are looking to retire, there really isn't any place else in the world that allows you to have a luxury lifestyle for literally pennies on a dollar. I'm realizing that there are more and more Australians that are listening to my podcast now. So, welcome Aussies. Australia has been my favorite country. I always felt it's a better America, more beautiful America. Same with New Zealand ever since I was a child. I can remember, it's like, and I, and I really think it was Crocodile Dundee that kind of sparked my interest and curiosity with Australia. Ever since I was, I can remember in high school, I've always wanted to go there. When I went there, I loved it there. Went there frequently when I would film an episode in that part of the world for House Hunters International. I would always hop over to New Zealand and New Zealand, Australia, or hop over to Australia, then they're from Australia and New Zealand. I would always go to these two countries when I'm in that part of the world and I'll spend a lot of time. But the problem was, is my dreams are shattered when I realized just how expensive living in Sydney was. Living in Sydney was more expensive than Huntington Beach or Malibu or even Newport Beach. Same with Auckland. I was shocked. And, you know, for those of you that haven't been uh, to Sydney, Sydney is, Sydney Harbor is more beautiful than any harbor in the United States. I thought Newport Beach Harbor was gorgeous, or even somewhere in the Bay Area. Sydney Harbor puts those places to shame. It's one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. And then it's one of the most expensive places. And another place is New Zealand. I love, absolutely love Auckland. Love going to Wahiki, spending time there, drinking some wines, or even going down to South Island. But the problem was, is the reality check came in when I realized how expensive it was to live there. Where Auckland and Sydney always kind of trades off between the top five and top ten most expensive countries to live in. And that's not going to change because you'd have the same inflation issues as Americans. And it's only getting worse. So for the Aussies that are listening to this, you're only 10 to 12 hours from us. And the flights are going to start resuming those. Yes, 
those $200 or $300 round trip tickets uh, aren't here yet. They will resume fairly soon, hopefully by the end of this year, early next year. But all I can say is, is that your property values have also just skyrocketed. I highly recommend sell it. This, this goes to anyone that's living in any English-speaking country, any country that's listening to this, first world nation. Real estate prices are high. Interest rates are going up. Sell your properties now because I really think that we are topped out in the real estate market. Sell, rent, use that money and, and bring that here. Basically, start putting your estate plan together. If you don't want to do it, we can do it for you. Put your estate plan together here in Thailand with homes that are free and clear, with money set aside for other investments, other income generating investments, other alternative investments, but you have basically this whole estate plan here waiting for you when you retire. Because in your country, you're just in that hamster wheel going nowhere. You can work longer hours, you can have more side hustle, but all you can do is accrue more debt. And you're never really going to truly own anything. Here you will. You have a higher probability of becoming debt free and you have a higher probability of retiring now as opposed to five years later, 10 years later, 15 years later. I couldn't even imagine what the inflation rate is going to be five years from now, let alone 10 years from now. So give us some thought. Discuss with your family. We're always here to help you. You'll find my contact information here in this podcast. Or better yet, if you want to know my background, head over to LinkedIn. Type, Will, type up Will Roadhouse. And uh, you'll find all my contact information. I am going to head off to the gym right now and hopped up on coffee. So if I was speaking a little bit faster... I was purposely trying to slow down because I'm just anxiously ready to get to the gym. But again, thank you so much for joining me today, and I'll see you in Thailand. Mm-hmm.